From the Boulder Ballet Safer at Home Studios in Nederland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to Raising the Bar with Boulder Ballet. And today we have a special guest, Kevin Guile Thomas of Colorado Ballet is joining us. And we're going to be talking about a lot of changes that have happened in the last couple of months. Kevin, thanks very much for taking the time to chat with us. Yeah, you're welcome, George. Thank you for having me. Now, you and I were talking a couple of weeks ago, and uh, the subject of improvisation came up. And uh, I found it fascinating talking to you about that. Kind of get into how that came about, Kevin. Yes, I. Um, so well, it's been years that, like, as a as a choreographer and uh, as a dancer with the Colorado Ballet, I've um, I've had to really like research, you know, like my own body, you know, uh, and through improvisation, I've been able to uh, find like new movements, um, like a different musicality to uh, to create uh, brand new choreographies and. Um, and the thing is that uh, throughout the season uh, with the regular company, you're rehearsing like all day long from uh, 9.30 in the morning all the way to 6 at night and then you have to perform. So those uh, improvisational moments and sessions are, uh, are quite rare. And um, and then like all of a sudden the, the pandemic uh, hits all of us and as you know, um, most theaters in uh, in America in the states have been uh, have been closed, so most artists are confined at home, and all of a sudden, uh, you cannot rehearse for eight hours like you used to. So uh, here came the idea, like, oh, hang on, like all those times that like I wish I had, you know, to improvise and and dance on. Um, you know, not necessarily the music that I have to perform on, but music that I, I personally enjoy. Um, so I decided to, you know, like push my couches and, uh, you know, create some more space around my living room and started to uh, to fully improvise uh, on uh, on music that I uh, that I, I usually listen to at night. And usually I don't have the legs to improvise because I, after eight hours of uh, rehearsals, like uh, my legs are shot. <laughs> but uh, now that we're not rehearsing all of a sudden, like this is what I do to uh, to express myself, um, like uh, finding uh, the right uh the right tune with the right intention to dance. Now, Kevin, this is uh, really interesting for me because you've sent me a couple of videos of you doing some improvisation at your home. Uh, you don't have a large space to dance in, which I find even uh, more amazing. But one thing that I really noticed about you the first time I watched you perform is your ability to connect with the audience. And you not only connect with the audience, which uh, we talk about sometimes, you really connect with the others that are on stage and you give them uh, their due when uh, the piece has ended. Uh, you really recognize everyone. But I love your ability to connect with everyone in the theater. Is that lacking for you when you're by yourself? Or do you still find some way to uh, connect with something? Wow, what, what a very insightful question. Um, absolutely, I um, like first of all, I miss it. You know, uh, it's uh, being on stage is really special. Uh, I just uh, I, I I recall being a little kid and I was uh, in front of a computer. I was just like struggling. But when I arrived on stage, like the 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 struggle was no longer real. Um, I was. Uh, 
I was able to express myself like the the best possible way, um, and um, and and I guess then uh, as I came to um, to the United States, I I realized like how much I I loved it and and um, how um, this is my life. Like performing is like one of the most important things for me and. And not having it anymore for the last like three months now is uh, is really weird. Um, but um, I guess that like uh, that like pain uh, that 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 I'm I, I'm feeling right now, like uh, I'm able to uh, how would you say almost like translate it into movement. Um, I'm only dancing in front like uh, in front of my tiny screen, but uh, but I'm still able to. Uh, how would you say like uh it's almost like a window to the world when when i dance and i improvise i film it and i send it to other people like i see uh that little screen as a window to the world all of a sudden like perhaps you may not feel the same like vibration as if it was live but uh but you're gonna um but you might sense the you, you might identify with the feeling that uh, that I'm going through because most of those people are behind their screens you know they've been confined as well and I guess that like uh, looking at that they're gonna try to uh, yeah like connect and and I feel that like because you're confined you're able to express like even more uh, when you're dancing because uh, like that's kind of like your only way out <laughs> you know it's funny that you say that the window to the world because I noticed that in the video that you sent, the clip that I got to watch, uh, I do feel that connection coming from you. And it's especially powerful because you put a mask on just as you start your piece and uh, you're still able to connect with your audience. <laughs> yes, I, um, you know, I, I felt that like, um, since we're doing it right now in 2020, uh, putting a mask like right there like people would get um the, the intention they they could feel you know like i'm sure it's kind of weird for everyone you know like you're inside your home like before you go out to go groceries you have to put on a mask like everybody's like hidden like it's kind of weird like uh, sometimes like you know if you go like late at night to a, a store and you're by yourself with your mask and like somebody else like the other day i turned around i almost <laughs> felt like somebody was gonna rob us or something like because you know you're covered and all that it's like a very like a different feeling so it's like um the that that's the reason why i i wanted to uh, to start the that improvisation like that um like that first connection of like like even as a dancer like here like boom you know like i still have to put on my mask because um that's um that's the way uh, that's the way our society uh, uh is going right now and um and then, like through that, I feel that like the the audience can get into my world, even though it's kind of paradoxical. I'm hiding half of my face, like by putting a mask, but but by hiding my face, like they get into my world because like my world is theirs too. Um, now, like we uh, uh, most of us have to, you know, like stay covered and uh, and be very cautious, like with with so many things. Um, then I thought that that was the best way to sort of like uh, make people connect uh, with um, with that improvisation. Now, Kevin, when you're by yourself doing this, you're not getting feedback from an audience. You're not getting energy from an audience. 
What do you find an inner connection with when you're doing these pieces? What do you focus on? I, uh, um, so at first, um, what I try to do is that like, I, I try to really focus on the breathing actually. Like I've, I've noticed that like, um, when you really focus on your breath, like sort of like a meditation, like your, your body, like sort of like, um, is a little more like in tune with itself and uh and by like that meditative breath like if you learn like how to control your breath like all of a sudden you can learn how you can control how you listen to the music because you're able to um compartmentalize instead of just like dancing like all of a sudden you start like slowly and you just like focus on your breathing and once that you're breathing like you can really like focus on the music and then like once those two can connect together then all of a sudden like uh, it can be a real symbiosis in between your breathing the music the movement and the emotion and when those four um those four elements um, are combined together. All of a sudden, you can you can really like create that symbiosis. Do you feel that you're having some personal growth here, and that uh, possibly your performances again, when you're able to perform in public, uh, will change? I feel I, um, I feel that yes, it's it's very much plausible uh, because I. As artists, like we, we constantly like I guess we're quite vulnerable uh, because you know since you're little you're facing a little uh, you're facing a mirror in a studio and you're fixing what's wrong with you with the way you move <laughs> until you you make it into a, a professional company. So like people are very vulnerable and when you when you express like a, a feeling like through a character like you you have to put yourself into that vulnerable state uh, whether you feel vulnerable or not. Uh, um, and I feel that now in that confinement state, because we cannot perform, we are even more vulnerable. And I feel that like the more vulnerable you are, the uh, the greater emotions you are able to uh, to express. All of a sudden, then that extra sensitivity is about uh, is able to uh, to fully come out. And um, so, yeah, I truly believe that, like uh, that, like sort of like soul search, like uh, inner body uh, search, like through uh, uh, improvisation, uh, can lead uh, to uh, to good results later on uh, as far as performing. Because, um, like, uh, all those emotions that, like, uh, we've been all of us as a society have been feeling is very new to us. None of us have, have gone through um, uh, something like this. So I feel that like, uh, it's actually like, uh, it can be, if you, if you decide to see it as such, it can be beneficial to, um, to be very vulnerable, like feel those like very different emotions to later on, like being able to express them on stage. Um, that experience is, uh, is essential, uh, I believe. Now you strike me as someone who is never quite satisfied with your ability and you're always looking for ways to get better in, in everything that you're doing when you perform. Would that be accurate? <laughs> yes, I guess uh, uh, being a perfectionist is, uh, uh, is something that like um, uh, most of us like strive for, um, even though we, uh, we must have... Uh, the acceptance that it's not possible uh it's it's, it's a very uh, interesting uh, concept and a, a fine line like we all uh, 
uh, we all thrive for perfection, like uh, believing that it pos- that it is possible, but still like uh, being humble enough to accept that uh, it won't be possible. Um, and uh, I guess that's the fine line that uh, I like to uh, to dance on. Now, Kevin, what are you? How are you making a living these days with the shelter at home and uh, not being able to perform? Um, yeah, it's it's very interesting, right? Like all of a sudden, uh, I remember it was uh, about three months ago. It was uh, Friday the thirteenth, actually, uh, for us uh, at the at the Colorado Ballet. You know, we were announced that um, the theaters were closing and that our season was uh, was closing. And and all of a sudden, I uh, you know, I uh, you, you you come home and uh, and you look at the resources that you have around you. And and you're like okay like uh, how can I how can I use those resources to uh, the best of my abilities and um, you know I'm, I'm a teacher as well um, so uh, I um, I've been um, I'm very fortunate uh, I, I teach a lot of students and uh, those students like really wanted to uh, uh, to to work with me so uh, we've been doing a lot of like Zoom classes. Uh, I have many boys that I've been teaching, younger boys from six to like uh, twelve years old. Uh, they are they are training very hard in ballet, and um, I uh, I've been doing a lot of like Zoom classes with them, um, like stretching classes, uh, sort of like uh, stretching meditation classes, followed by uh, ballet classes. Um, so that's uh, been uh, what I've been doing. I've been uh, helping my wife uh, make masks as well. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, it's been uh, it's been good, you know. This is definitely like uh, one uh, one source of revenue uh, that has been uh, helping me and my family. And um, also, uh, last but not least, uh, I realized that like if you cannot work, uh, you can make your money work for you. And uh, by that, I'm uh, talking about investment uh, in, uh, in in stocks. And uh, it was very interesting. It's always been a, a passion of mine, like uh, Wall Street, like that whole world of finance. And um, I uh, um, I always invested a little bit, but not very much. And then when the crisis started, like I told myself that you know we all needed to find like sort of like side hustles to. Um, uh, you know, to make ends meet, and uh, this was one of the ways that uh, I found to, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, to uh, make a little extra money to uh, to make ends meet, and uh, so those are definitely like the three things that uh, that I've been doing. You know, uh, uh, doing a little bit of stock and investing, uh, making masks with my wife, and still like teaching. Um, uh, classical ballet to uh, to my students, and uh, and in between all those, uh, turning on my camera to uh, to do some uh, cool improvisations. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, in conclusion, and I know we're not fortune tellers or anything, but any idea if uh, performances are going to happen for the twenty twenty one season? I I just keep thinking of how do we get an audience in to watch with social distancing and things like that. 
think it's gonna be a, yeah it's definitely like challenging time for artists because like we're all trying to uh, reposition ourselves uh, into uh, into societies like find uh, as I mentioned earlier like uh, outsourcing ourselves like finding the right resources and, and and use them to the best of our ability and and I think that if we start like uh, creating like from home uh, if we start like filming I know I've been I've been doing a lot of improvisation I've been trying to to create like content uh, to uh, to put on uh, social media uh, to really uh, try to um, to keep uh, the arts uh, the arts alive and I feel that like even through the screen like we can we can keep like creating content and and I think that like uh, the more the more content uh, dancers will be be uh, will be able to create from home the better I think that sometimes like uh, uh, dancers and, and, and artists like t- uh, tend to feel like w- what they're gonna do is not good enough or that it's not worth it but on the contrary right now like it's time to create like we have like more time on our hands um, so uh, the, the more we create the better and then like posting it uh, um, is good because it will um, how would you say it will inspire others to do it and, and the more we do it the more uh, inspiring and uh, we will become and and I think it will create uh, one of those, like, um, you know, a virtual circle, like, uh, that, like, uh, I, I put a video, maybe another dancer will put a video, and that, like, it creates, like, sort of, like, a, um, a beneficial blockchain. <laughs> well, Kevin, I sure thank you for taking the time to chat with us on Raising the Bar, and uh, I look forward to uh, seeing more videos of you in the very near future. That'll be great. <laughs> Kevin Guile Thomas joining us on Raising the Bar with Boulder Ballet from the Safer at Home Studios in Nederland, Colorado. I'm George Thomas.